For Nerds by Nerds Production. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We're talking villains. Go, go, go. Woo! Hi, welcome back to, welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Tammy. And today we're going to talk about our favorite bad guys. Yeah. But more in an actual, they're they're evil and bad type, not the ones that, like, Tammy thinks they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have any pretty ones on here. <laughs> we'll do a whole separate one about ones we actually, like, love, but usually those are, like, anti-heroes more. They always get twisted. If they're popular enough, they'll get turned into a hero-ish type character. Like Spike from Buffy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see the appeal with him. He's a starter as a bad guy. He was. He was a good guy. But I don't think I got that far, honestly. Yeah, it really falls off after Angel got his own show. <laughs> <laughs> we we made lists in no particular order, and we're going to go through through some of the bad guys that we love to hate and just think are, are great villains, because villains are fun to talk about, too. Uh, most of these, I'd say all of these, I don't have any, co- well... I have one comic book one. Most of them are from like movies or TV shows, though. What about yours? Um, well, most of mine I actually love. <laughs> yeah, Some of that's them okay I love. To love like, them. like, there's a couple that I have that I'm like, oh, I just hate you. But most of them is like bad guys that I actually like. I'd probably hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes a good bad guy. But why don't you kick it off, Tammy? What's your what's your first one? Uh, my first one. So I've been watching Blacklist. It's a really, I mean, it's a TV show that people, have, it's like it's over, I think, at this point. And of course, I picked it up way late. Uh, the main bad guy of that is Raymond Reddington. And that's the character's name or the actor's name? That's the character's name. I don't know the actor's name because I should. He's well known. Like, people know him. And I'm sure people are probably screaming at their device right now and being like, oh my God, it's that guy. <laughs> but I only know him as Raymond Reddington. Oh, isn't I thought he was the good guy of the show. No, he's um a bad guy. Like he helps he helps the FBI. And I put helps in like quotes because he always gets something out of it. Yeah, James Spader. But the show isn't the show about him. Isn't like, he the main character? I guess, yeah. Is he? <laughs> I don't I've never seen the show. I mean it's not really it, it is because he comes up with a blacklist of bad guys. Like he's like America's number one, like most wanted guy. He's like on the run for a while. And then he comes back into the FBI's life and because of this one girl and like it's a whole thing with them. But every time Raymond gives the FBI like a name, it's because he's getting something when they catch this person. So he's just like the cool thing about him is that he's like a, a master planner. So like there are a t- couple times in episodes where like things like you're watching everything fall into place. You're like, oh, my God, there's no way like Raymond's not going to get caught in this situation. And sure enough, he's already thought about this. In fact, he's like <laughs> four steps ahead of everybody and he's gone. So I just appreciate that about a villain that can just, you know. Outsmarts everybody. Yeah, he's like he's like a Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone everyone said that show is great. That's uh, James Spader, the voice of voice of Ultron from the Avengers in Age of Ultron. Did you see Age of Ultron? Yes. Yeah, he does the bad guy's voice in that. Oh, Ultron. Nice. 
the robot. <laughs> um, what do I got? I'll go with TV show as well. Uh, I have Kilgrave from Jessica Jones. Did you ever watch Jessica Jones? I didn't. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, the first I season was amazing. Was. I never went back and watched the rest of it. I started season two, and then life just got busy, so I didn't get to finish it, and I never went back. But it's um, everyone like raved about jessica jones and was like oh you should totally watch it and i was one of those like i'm gonna i'm gonna and then like you said life gets in the way and then i kind of forgot so don't worry i'm super behind on like all tv shows and i'm sure i'll watch it at some point and be all about it it's a uh, david tennant from doctor who mm. yeah he's Kilgrave. i he's, love him he's the most evil man like ever in the comics his name is the purple man because he's, oh. pur- he's purple, and all he wears is purple. And in the, in the show, he just wears purple. And then eventually, like, once in a while, his skin turns a little purple, but he's not, like, a purple person. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I but love David Tennant. He, he is. He has the ability to, that anything he says, if you hear it, like, if you're in close proximity to him, you have to do whatever he says. Oh, because he's he was like experimented on as a child by his parents, and he ha- he like releases a f- uh, like a pheromone that just makes you do whatever he says to do. Damn! I know it's a little different in the comics. In the, in the comics, I think he's in the comics. I think is a pheromone. On the show, I think it was a uh, it's like a virus that just like he has like a radius. So as long how do as you're you in defeat radius, that? Um. Like- it's it's really hard and complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm just thinking, like, I guess pheromone, you could potentially, like, just block up your nose and not smell it. Then you would breathe it in, and sometimes you can taste smells. That's the yeah. worst. <laughs> <laughs> you can taste him controlling your mind. <laughs> but he's super creepy, and but there's a lot of layers to his character, because at first you just think, oh, he is just evil, and he is kind of just evil. But it is also the fact that he doesn't really control it because it's just what his body does. Oh. So he doesn't know the difference between making somebody do something and just talking to somebody. Oh, that's so sad. He's, so, but he he has been like this since he was a little kid, but he also, like, he'll make people kill themselves and stuff. Like, okay. Instantly without any, any <laughs> thought or regard to it. So... I take uh, it back. <laughs> he, he's like a 40-year-old man that has the mature like emotional maturity of like a fucking 10 year old because anytime he doesn't get his way he just does the most oh. evil things in the world so uh yeah the, the first season is great it's a real roller coaster there she at one point thinks maybe she can like maybe if she teaches him to like go to become a good guy it would be like his powers could be used for good and that goes real bad <laughs> no i <laughs> So yeah, definitely watch that. Watch the first, at least the first season, because okay. it could it de- it, de- it wraps up too, where you could just it could be its own it be enclosed story. But it does go on. I didn't I didn't really like I said I didn't really watch the rest of it, but uh, I did like it. She is in the Defenders, and she's great. It's uh, Kristen, what's her name? Kristen, isn't it an R? Stewart. Uh, yeah, it is an R. She was in Breaking Bad as well. Yeah, she was Jesse's girlfriend in Breaking Bad. And, if I'm not mistaken, she's the girl who plays the bee in Apartment 23. Yes, yes. Which is such a fun freaking show. Kristen Ritter is her name, yeah. And now there's talks that she might come back into the MCU, like Charlie Cox came back as Daredevil. So. Ooh. 
I think they're they're just kind of trying to navigate that because nobody wants Iron Fist to come and yeah. <laughs> like everyone will take Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but nobody wants Iron Fist because it was awful. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, he is top tier MCU bad guy. He is. It's so he's so evil. <laughs> just everything <laughs> he does is so evil, and then his powers get even stronger. So then, he, like, you don't really need to be close to him, and it's it's uh yeah, it's a hell of a show. Damn. What's what's next on your list? Um, my next one is speaking speaking comic wise is Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, I've always really like had a spot for her ever since I you know her cartoon. <laughs> yeah, like, she was invented just... in the cartoons too. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even originally invented in the comic. Books. Yep, I just think it's like the the not caring. Like she has like she doesn't care. I don't know. I guess it's just hard to like. I just I really enjoy like her personality. She just doesn't care. Like everyone has that. Like I care what people think about me kind of thing. And with her, I feel like she just doesn't have it because she doesn't care. <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like she'll say whatever, and even if it's stupid, she's just like whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah, it is weird because her one of her biggest things is that like it levels her anytime the Joker like yeah p- puts her down. But He's the only put, one. Everybody else puts her down. She doesn't really give a shit. Yep. And it's just like I hate their whole like dynamic because people um, romanticize the the relationship that the two of them have. And you really shouldn't because it's not healthy yeah, at all. The extremely abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. That they have. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I get you a man like Joker. It's like, no, you don't. You don't need that. Yeah, there are um, no men like the Joker. <laughs> thank God. Yes. But it's just like it's weird because she was a psychiatrist. So like, do you think she'd be a little smarter about things? Yeah, yeah. But they've done a really good job of kind of like separating her from the Joker lately in the last yeah. like few years and making her her own character because everybody loves her so much. Yeah, she's just she's fun, and I kind of wish I had that carefree attitude and not just again it's the not caring. I don't know how many times I can say that in in this, and I just feel bad. But that's like the biggest thing. She just has like the coolest like hmm, whatevs. Yeah, she is. She is a great character, and she's she is kind of becoming more of an antihero, even though she's done some horrific shit in mm-hmm. the comic books. <laughs> they always just kind of paper over that when they want somebody to be good. They don't. They'll just like we won't talk about how many people they've murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably didn't even think twice about it. Right along those lines, my my biggest one is is the Joker, but Heath Ledger's Joker from the Dark Knight is mm-hmm. like the best performance in movie history to me. I love it so much. Yeah, I, I saw, agree. Saw that movie like seven times in the theater, <laughs> <laughs> and by the last time, I was like, "Yeah, this is boring. I'm only really here for the Joker bits." <laughs> yeah, but it's just so good. It's such a, a unique take on the character to where like. He's a mastermind, but he is also insane. And most of the time, the Joker is just crazy. But in this, like, he really has all his... He has his bases covered a little too much. If you really look at the the plot of the movie, or you're like, well, there's no way he could have planned for these certain things to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I guess it's, it's more of, like, he has, like, contingency plans for everything. Because there's one part where he goes to kill... Harvey Dent and the Batmobile jumps in the way of him launching a rocket launcher at it. And it's like, there's no way you would know that would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> you, you couldn't have timed that. You didn't even know Batman would show up. 
But it's just so, I remember we saw that. We saw that together mm-hmm. at the midnight release. And I was up like all night because it just, the performance like fucked with my brain. <laughs> like it like <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, it's too good. Why is it so good? And just to think everyone shit on it in the beginning. Yeah. I, I think the worst thing to come out of that besides his tragic death is the fact that anytime there is casting that people are worried about, everyone uses that as like an excuse. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone said Heath Ledger was going to be bad. And it's like, that doesn't mean this is going to be good. <laughs> like, they, everyone tried that with Jared Leto as the Joker. Like, oh, everyone thought Heath Ledger was going to be bad. And it's like, yeah, but this is going to be bad. <laughs> See, I just say, give it a try. Just, just hush. Don't go in with any, like, reservations about it. Just take it for what it is. And then once you're in there, decide that it's complete and utter trash. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And I, I I liked Heath Ledger. It's just so sad that it was like, it's not yeah. his last one, but I mean, it, he did die right after making it. I just, I, it's hard to know what to believe because like Christopher Nolan says he would have used him again, but it's like, is that really just hindsight? Because no one ever uses characters again. That's yeah. not what, you know, they're not sinking billions of dollars into be like, yeah, let's do the same movie over again. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just so good. I love that movie so much because of his performance in it. And I don't think it'll ever be touched. Like they'll they'll keep trying to make the Joker as a villain on on movies and TV shows, but I don't think anyone will ever do it as good. I agree. What do you got next? Um I was going to go so movie-wise, um going to go Stu from Scream. <laughs> I absolutely love him. Like, I know he's terrible people. Like, obviously, he killed people. But just, like, his... He was always, like, more of the comedic relief. And I just... I love Matthew Lillard. I think that's part of it. Yeah. It was his birthday the other day. Yay! (laughs) I think that's just part of it. Like, I just... I love... um, Any of the the scenes that he's in, like, you kind of focus on him more than anything else. And... um, I know, so, like, I feel like if you didn't murder people, we could, like, chill. Hang out. (laughs) (laughs) I was really sad that he wasn't in the new Scream. Yeah. Once I saw that theory that he could be alive and just in jail, I was like, hell yeah, Yeah, give me that. I want to see it. (laughs) You got a TV dropped on his head. Yeah. Like a big, fat tube TV dropped on his head. It's not like it was a flat screen where you could be okay. Yeah, but, I mean, you could... That does not necessarily kill you. I mean, it, those fucking things are heavy, but <laughs> we don't know the size. If it was only a twenty-inch TV, he could be might have walked away from that. Yeah, I mean, it did make me sad that I wish he was in it. Because, like, at the end of the new one, um, when they're going over stuff, like one of them kind of starts to pull a little stew out, and I was like, "Yes, that's what I love." <laughs> it was just like the. I don't know. It wasn't that you stabbed me, but it was... Mm, I don't know. There was just a little bit of stew in there when he was like touching her face, being all like, whatever with it. <laughs> he is just cra- crazy. He's yeah. kind of like the Joker. I'd see Matthew Lillard play the Joker. Yeah. I saw someone say that he should have been Carnage over Woody Harrelson in Venom, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> like, he's super crazy. Yes! Yeah, I know. I am a big fan of Matthew Lillard. Like, Yeah, I'm glad the, the internet's propping him up. 
everyone loves Matthew Lillard, <laughs> and the internet just keeps showing him that. Which yes. Is great. Um, let's see. I'll also go movie. I'll go with uh, Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> He's such an asshole. He's the worst piece of shit. It's supposed to be like a funny, like, oh, look at this comedy adventure movie. He's a fucking attempted rapist. <laughs> like, he's a piece of shit. And he's mean to everybody. He's the worst bully in the history of forever. And I've always wondered about the theory because all through the ba- Back to the Future movies, like, you have Biff. And then when he goes back to the 50s, you have, like, teenage Biff. And he goes in the future, and there's old man Biff and his grandson, Mad Dog Biff. And then he goes into the past, and there's like Wild Wild West Biff. Jesus. But there's no, there's no Marty age Biff. Like Biff in uh, Marty in present day, like he doesn't go to high school with Biff's son. Huh. And, and he's like, he's his bully. So where's Biff's son? He has a grandkid. Yeah. Where's his boy? <laughs> or True. girl. Yep. That would have been better if it, Marty was getting bullied by a lady, Biff. Yes. <laughs> Just a bulldog of a woman. <laughs> but he, it's great too because he always gets his comeuppance. He gets fucking fertilizer dumped on him. He gets beat up by George McFly. He gets arrested in the future. <laughs> he, gets, he gets manure on him in the past. <laughs> But he's just great. And that guy's not, he, I mean, he's still acting and stuff, but he's not, he never became like a huge actor, but he is the perfect bully. <laughs> Biff That's is great best. for being bad. <laughs> what do you got next? I have probably one of, well, I don't say the most hated, but this is also a movie. It's from the Harry Potter movies. And I can tell you that this person is the most hated person in all of the Harry Potter movies. And it is not Lord Voldemort. I can tell is you it, that. Is it Helena Bottom Carter? Mm-mm. Oh, I hate her. <laughs> it is not Bellatrix Lestrange. It is Dolores Umbridge. Is that, that bitch. That's that was like the... the snooty lady that takes over the school or whatever? Mm-hmm. But she's actually a bad guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, she's just the most evil woman that there yeah. ever was. Every like, st- stuck-up bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She won't teach the kids anything to defend themselves. Harry does like one thing and she's like, he like says that Voldemort's back and she's like, you're lying. She does the tension. The detention that she gives him couldn't just be sitting in a room with her because that's bad enough. She had to have him write I will not tell lies with a magic quill that carved it in the back of his hand. That every time he wrote it, it would show up in the back of his hand to the point where it was like bleeding. And she had him do this for like, I feel like weeks. All because Why don't you just kill her? You can't. <laughs> well, yes, he could. No, he, he knows. Can't. He knows the 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 thingy. <laughs> the thingy. Yeah, the <laughs> curse, whatever you want to call it, spell. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't use those. I mean, you could. Nothing stopping them, except for it being illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. People can't do it. She's yeah, no, evil. She's, she is like the worst character. Like I'm telling you, most Harry Potter fans, if you say who's the most hated person in the books, they will tell you Dolores Umbridge. I didn't like her. <laughs> yeah, no, by far. She, like, just... I liked Voldemort and all those guys way better than I like her. Does she get killed? I haven't seen the last few movies. Does um, she get got by somebody? She ends Maggie, up... what's her name? <laughs> I have no idea. The, the old lady teacher from Sister Act. 
idea. The main old lady, good teacher lady. Main old lady, good teacher lady. I'll look it up. I don't know Harry Potter, baby. Oh, McGonagall? Maybe. Maggie. I think it's Maggie Smith. It is Maggie Smith. Harry Potter. Professor McGonagall. Probably. That sounds right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about a different movie. Like, I didn't know. Yes. No, McGonagall does not. I freaking love her. You want to talk about people we love? Hell yeah. Yeah, she's the best. She's from Sister Act. Yeah, she is the best. No, McGonagall doesn't get her. Um, the centaurs get her. Oh, trample her <laughs> to death? Yeah, they like chase her and stuff. And like the woods, I believe. I didn't even know there were centaurs in Harry oh, Potter. Oh, hell yeah. They live in the woods. They live in the Forbidden Forest. And then one of them comes to teach uh, um, divination because the divination teacher goes crazy and can't do it. Also, I think... Like a no. horse body, but he wears like a monocle to be like sophisticated. <laughs> no, he does have a horse body. Well, like, you know, part of him. Then he wears like a tuxedo top. No, I don't think they make him wear clothes. <laughs> which oh, is what? He's got his <laughs> dad bod out there? Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't think it's really a dad bod. It runs around the forest a lot. That's true. They probably gave him abs to make him look good. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> you got prepubescent <laughs> teenagers in there. Everyone wants to take divination now. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> what else do we got? I don't think I have any like myst- mythical ones. I will go with uh, Arthur Mitchell, a.k.a. the Trinity Killer from Dexter. I don't think I made it that far. Oh, really? It's the best season of the show. It's John Lithgow. Oh, wait, you know, which? The main guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Uh-huh. You know him? Yes. Yeah, he's he's a serial killer on Dexter, and he nice. is creepy as fuck, because he just seems like this normal dude, but he kills people, and then he kills Dexter's wife. No! After Dexter comes home after his like he kills that guy to find out that that guy already killed his wife. <gasps> Damn, like I tried, I watched like the first two seasons. Yeah, I think that's season four, and it's the best season. Like, I, I tried to rewatch it. One Season one got through, season two, it kind of didn't, I don't know, I just didn't get it. Like, it got it, but it didn't, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, it's like a weird, like, boring kind of thing. So yeah, I stopped one of watching them, it. One of them is, like, not that great. It's either, I think it's either two or three, but then it gets, it does get better again. All right. Just yeah, suffer def- through. Definitely, yeah. Push through and watch that because, yeah, he's scary. He like takes ladies into the bathtub and then holds them and then slices their leg open and look, lets them bleed out in the bathtub. Damn. Yeah, super creepy. <laughs> I don't have much to say about it. He's no. <laughs> scary, <laughs> and he figures out who Dexter is in real life, <sighs> and it's very tense and creepy. Oh man, that's nuts. I've got one more. One more? Yeah. And it is probably my favorite. This is, I guess it's a it's a TV show. Um he's a bad guy, but I just love him. It's um Doug Judy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> <laughs> the Pontiac Bandit. Yes. <laughs> Every time he shows up. <laughs> I love Doug Judy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's still a bad guy, it's, but he definitely, like, just, he's 
funny. And he tries, like, every time him and Jake get together, even though Jake's like, I don't. It's like, you're a bad guy. I can't. You're a criminal. Doug Judy's like, come on. Just come on. And then they become best friends and they <laughs> sing together. <laughs> and then he's mad that he didn't get invited to his wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Doug Judy. That show's <laughs> the best. It's like my favorite show. Yeah. So yeah, Doug Judy is my... <laughs> I think the Vulture's more of a bad guy than Doug Judy is. And he's a cop. <laughs> it's very true. Let's see. I will... I'll cut mine down, I guess. Because I have Michael Myers, but there's nothing to say. He's just scary as fuck. No, we're... Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing I mean, to say about him. He's, he just... has no character depth. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> Well, that's the same thing with Jason. Like, he's it's terrifying to the point where I'm still, as a yeah. grown-ass woman, terrified to swim in the dark. Yep. Or even the woods. <laughs> I have woods behind my house, and every once in a while when I let the dogs out, I look off into the woods as if someone's <laughs> staring back at me. It's probably Jason. <laughs> I know! Luckily, well, actually, he could cross the river, so I'm pretty much screwed. Yeah. But, I mean, he'll make it quick. <laughs> At least he, he doesn't though? torture people. <laughs> he doesn't drag it out. That's true. Um, What else? I have Darth Vader. Darth Vader's... Everyone's like, oh, he's not... He he doesn't turn out to be a bad guy. He, yes, he is. He's a bad guy. He kills yeah. he killed children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the worst type of The person. boyfriend. I was telling him what we were doing, and he had mentioned he had... The Joker was one of his, and also Darth Vader was also his on his list. I looked at a list of top 50 and Darth Vader was number one and Emperor Palpatine was like 47. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, he is worse. He lightsabered a bunch of kids. He did, like the, yeah. The prequels only made him more of a bad guy. Yes, they really do. They did not make it any better for him. But yeah, he's terrifying. He's he's And he's not a bad guy. He definitely deserves to be higher on a list than Emperor Palpatine because Emperor Palpatine just kind of sits there and looks menacing. Like, Darth Vader will fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, he'll mm-hmm. find you and fight you and destroy you. Rip lightsaber you. Yeah. Um, and then probably my number one is Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Gus was the chicken dude? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the chicken man. <laughs> the chicken man. <laughs> Los Poyos or whatever it was. Yep. Played by Giancarlo Esposito. He's so... Yeah scary for a guy on that on the surface doesn't look like he should be scary at all mm-hmm. and then he becomes the most intense motherfucker you've ever seen but it like he never loses it which is even scarier <laughs> like he never freaks out or anything no like, his scariest moment is when he just stays calm and fucking kills people yep that's and it's it's so creepy <laughs> that's probably what makes people the creepiest is when you're going to be that calm and just where you said murder people like nothing phases you like after jesse kills uh what was that guy gail the guy (laughs) his replacement and then gus finds out about it and he like takes takes his suit off like takes his glasses off gets in like a a hazmat suit and then box cutters open his his like muscle guy's neck Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just to like send a message but never makes a noise doesn't say anything like Get calmly cleans himself off, gets back into his clothes, and just leaves. And yeah. it's so fucking scary. Hundred <laughs> percent. 
and they're just sitting there watching it, like grabbing each other in horror, <laughs> freaking <laughs> the fuck out. As you should. Yeah, he's scary. He, no, one he's needs to, no one should be that calm while killing somebody. I think he's probably the best villain in TV history. Yeah. But honorable mentions, I have uh, John Doe from Seven, the bad guy from Seven. Kevin Spacey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Super creepy. The end of that movie is is fantastic. I also have uh, the T-1000 from Terminator 2. <laughs> Very scary. That was the thing of my nightmares as a child. Mm-hmm. And we both like Buffy. We started talking about Buffy at the beginning of this when Angel became a bad guy on Buffy. Oh, I know. I thought it was fantastic and heartbreaking. <laughs> it it broke my heart. Yeah. It was so bad. It's so sad. <laughs> Which, when we talked about that, it made me think of um, kind of the same things if he doesn't turn into a bad guy he just becomes a complete asshole is um i watch a tv show called lost girl and there's a werewolf in there named dyson and he like is in love with the main character and then some shit goes down and like he she's fighting somebody and in order to like give her enough power to win he goes to i can't remember what it's called but like some mystical person because this whole tv show is about that and tells her that he's willing to give up anything to help her name's Bo win. And the last time that he went to this person for help, she's like, I want your wolf. Like you won't be able to be turned into a wolf anymore. And he's like, whatever, just take it. So he goes there this time being like, I'm willing to sacrifice my wolf. Cause this woman takes whatever is um, dearest to your heart, which obviously would have been his wolf. And instead um, she took his love for Bo. So he like runs away for months and comes back and is just like pushing her away and just being a complete asshole. So like, he's not a bad guy. Like he's a great dude, um, in the beginning, but like he just becomes a complete ass. And then at some point he has to like tell her what happened. But that's it. Just rem- reminded me of that because Angel was kind of the same way. Yeah, we should do an episode one day about those type of shows. What would those be considered? Like. Because it is sci-fi, but it's more like horror elements. Like yeah. Buffy and like being human. Uh, <gasps> I su- love being human. Supernatural, like all those types of shows. Like, I don't know what you consider that. Like, horror dramas? I Maybe. I don't I'm, know. Sure, I'm sure the internet has a name for it. Yeah, we can find it. There's got a term for it. That'll be fun. Because I'm telling you, I got, I don't know how many seasons of stuff downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, I, I love those type of shows. I'll be down to talk about all the type of shows. But, yeah. Anything else we should talk about? I don't know. The episode can be a shorter episode. That's okay. It's more digestible. That's true. I mean, I just saw Beetlejuice on the wall. He's kind of a bad guy. I love him. <laughs> I do. Even Fuck he's a, he's a gross, like, dude. And I think it's like, it's a cartoon really that does it like gets me to enjoy him because yeah. the cartoon he's like lydia's best friend yeah, and the movie, he's just a piece of shit yeah who wants to marry a teenage girl <laughs> <laughs> but it's the cartoon yeah <laughs> well let us know your favorite villains uh on our social media you can do so by reaching out to us on twitter fmbm podcast or Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever, at 
FMBN the number four and the letter U. You can email the show, uh, FMBN the number four and the letter U at gmail.com. Get yourself <sighs> some sweet merchandise with Tammy's face on it. Yeah, I'm on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy's still very excited. She's on a shirt. I am. Uh, you can grab those at our Threadless store, which is fmbn.threadless.com. And if you love Tammy, go check out her video game channel on YouTube. Tammy, why don't you tell the people about that? Yeah, come hang out with me and my roommate Adam as we play video games uh, on YouTube. We are the Nearly Dead Duo. And fun, I just started streaming, and I stream every other Saturday. So one of these Saturdays, I'm bound to be streaming, so please hop in. It's I stream on YouTube, so you don't have to worry about getting an account anywhere else you just go to youtube look for us and uh youtube will let you know if i'm live please pop in let me know uh where you found me let me know that you came from the four nerds spy nerds fam yeah and i'll be on there eventually we really got to make that happen so we do need to make that eventually. happen <laughs> we just gotta get you over here yeah we'll do it soon but uh, yeah um until next time i'm josh and i'm tammy and this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs> Just a little risk flip. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>